Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever Kick back with two of your favorite divas Let's talk, let's talk, come on Start it, give it something you can feel, yeah No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah and Don't you know it's high time for high tea? another episode of the black tea i am half of your host lucy stool and i am bambi banks kool-aid the other half good morning good morning booby blunts kool-aid what's up bitch i'm good bitch you know just chilling um just got back into town going to get tested tomorrow you know trying to keep the girls safe how are you i'm good i'm good so you did go home for thanksgiving i sure the fuck did Okay, bitch. So did y'all keep it together? Was the family keeping it cute and small? They were keeping it very cute. It was just my immediate family. I hadn't been home. I said this last uh, last episode, but I hadn't been home in like two years or whatever. So my mom yeah. was like, you're for sure coming home. Um, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. And I listened to my mama, especially when she want to pay for the ticket. Of course, I'm going to show up. <laughs> you, sure, you sure fucking do. Okay. Well, I mean, that's good. I, I'm glad to hear people are taking care of it and doing it responsibly. I know that you're pretty serious about it and you be staying your ass home and quarantining. I so. really do. So. I really don't do nothing. You really um, don't. But the airport was truly like the most frightening thing I've ever experienced in my life. Girl, I was like, scared the whole time. Like I could not breathe and it wasn't the mask. It, it was truly the anxiety. Like people, especially in Houston, just don't, I was just like, why are you standing so fucking close to me, bruh? Like, yeah. six feet is not even enough. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not when six million people were flying in that fucking weekend, which is just fucking ridiculous. Like, is that true? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so so many of the girls were like, uh, I'm out here just pumping through Miss Corona who, that ain't no, that ain't no big deal. But I mean, it's different in the South. Like, they're down there just practicing herd immunity, being like, you know what? We just gonna push through this shit. Like Bitch dead eyes. They I, ain't I, closed none. The the clubs are wide open. The clubs are yes. wide open. The girls are back at work. And I can't even lie. I'll be staring at some of the live in the clubs, girl. I'll be, be like, jealous. I'll be jealous. I'll be Do jealous. Your <laughs> at the same time, I ain't taking my ass back there in Chicago. I was like, if yours a hotbed right now if you're a superhuman that's you um i however have not had covid yet knock on wood um and hopefully won't get it because i don't plan to uh i don't like being sick it's not for me Mm. um you know (laughs) (laughs) yes no one wants to get covid and no one wants to be an asymptomatic fucking carrier infecting people either which is fucking part of the problem right now that a lot of people just aren't understanding so all of our good friends out there 
I'm telling you, please stay go get your tested. fucking ass in the house. Get tested. Forego getting some booty for a little bit longer. And then uh, once we can get you uh, double stuffed with uh, Dolly's good vaccine, we can talk about getting you double stuffed in the club again, you know? But until then, <laughs> but until then, y'all, I'm so mad. So I can't even. <laughs> I'm so mad at her for this. <laughs> I'm going to keep pushing through because you know what? Y'all, we got a video chat so we can see each other in it and somebody's acting a fool in it. <laughs> oh my God. But we got to keep fucking pushing through. Miss Bambi, can you uh, tell the lovely folks what is going on in this episode today, love? Girl, okay, y'all. So <clears throat> since it's Thanksgiving and I am giving thanks, I thought I would bring <laughs> my drag family on to the podcast today. So, oh my God, yes, Maison Kalei is in the house. Um, they are taking over today, and we get to before, have a conversation with all the girls. Before they come in, I have a question, Lucy. Have you ever seen what? the movie um, Megan is Missing? Megan is missing. No, is that something Megan the Stallion did? No, I wish because you know she also is into scary movies and probably would eat that. But um, no, Megan is missing is this movie that is like a compilation of videos that are taken from like. Well, this is the way that the film is shot. It's not th these aren't real clips, but um, it's like from phone vlogs and uh, video chats and Skype chats, and like they mash them all together to create this uh, horror or not horror film, but suspense film about this girl going missing. Oh my god, Chow! This is the most like what was that movie back in the day where that thirteen-year-old girl meets another thirteen-year-old girl, and that thirteen-year-old girl turns her into a bad girl? It was called Thirteen. 13. Cool. I can't. Well, it's very that, but like also mixed with like some weird like oh who's behind the camera-esque type shit because they like are talking to this guy and we're pretty sure that I don't know. I'm halfway through the movie. I'll tell you how it ends later though. But it's pretty crazy. Like, white kids is crazy. <laughs> or at least the way that, they're perceived on TV. That, that's, that sounds crazy. We're all going to have to check it out. So you heard it here first, Miss uh, Booby Boy. Megan Boobie. is missing. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube, y'all. It's on YouTube. Like, not you have no reason YouTube. not to watch it. Yes, girl. It's that ghetto. Are there, any, are there any names in the movie? Are there any names? No, girl. It's a bunch of kids. They like teenagers, literal children. That sounds yes, boring. but they be talking wild, like wild, like they. Okay, so there's this one scene. I'm gonna just get a little tea. Okay, there's this one scene where she's talking to her best friend on her on the phone, and her friend's a virgin, right? But yeah. like Megan, she's Thotty McGee, and okay. you know, like do your thing, girl. But like at 13, I don't know if you want to do your thing. Um, <laughs> Hold off on doing your thing. She like fully describes like her giving this blowjob in like like detail <laughs> like oh. missed no part of it was fully talking like she was a grown-ass adult and then her oh mom comes God. in and she's like who are you talking to and she's like it's just amy mom <laughs> and then oh her mom's like God. okay go to bed i was like did you not just hear her talking about how she was guzzling come like child yes i know uh, sorry i'm talking to people who ain't here yet <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, insert my shocked face. I am uh, 
literally gagged over here. Okay, well, uh, Megan is missing. We're going to have to uh, check her out. Check it uh, out. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. Okay, well, that's great. You know what else is fucking wild? Hmm. All these fucking girls that you live with. And True. speaking of that, oh, everybody got their fucking house wigs on now. Bitch, I'm going to have to go grab the human real quick. Speaking of uh, the rest of the girls up in here, let's go ahead and bring in your sisters, Miss Kinsey Clouet. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Kinsey Kool-Aid and Miss Chloe Kool-Aid. What it is, ho? What it is. Hi, babe. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Tea Daughters. Happy wow. to be here, finally. Thanks for having us. Yes. We, um, we thought it was only fitting that we bring in the entire house to have a conversation today. And see what was going on in uh, Maison Coulee. I want to know what the girls are up to. Child, nothing. We don't be doing nothing. All we doing is recording Christmas videos, uh, getting ready for Christmas, releasing Christmas content. <laughs> okay, so what's the so Kenzie? What's what's going on for Christmas? What what is the Maison turning out? So we, we got actually, a designer over here. Y- yeah, I mean, fashion wise, what we're turning out is. Um, I'll just say one word, emerald. Oh, okay. Okay, emerald. so just a little bit of a tease. Yes, just let a little your bit mind a... take you places. And Miss Kinsey, like, for y'all who haven't seen Kinsey perform uh, live before, one of my favorite things that she fucking does is bring her violin on stage and, like, interpret some of the latest fucking music through her fucking violin. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit of your background with the violin? Totally. So I've been playing vi- violin since I was in third grade. Oh! Yeah, and I just grew up learning the songs instead of reading the music. So now I can just play songs that I know in my head. Uh-huh. Instead of, like, having sheet music to interpret that. Which is such a dope fucking skill. And that's not an easy thing to do, girl. It's kind of instinctual at this point. Like, all of us, you know, of course, have our skills that just are second nature to us as queens. Yeah, absolutely. And what made you want to start bringing that into your live performances? Honestly, (laughs) I was never uh, much of the bucking girl. I could not, like, do jump splits and shit. (laughs) Bitch, I feel you. (laughs) So I I needed to make my money and be individual, you know, stand out somehow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, which you should, especially when you have a talent like that that you spent so many fucking years on. Why wouldn't you include that? Like, and in money. Your drag? Yeah, and money. money. It takes a lot of fucking money to get to that fucking point. These parents be paying an arm and a leg just for a little, uh, just for their kids to have a little enjoyment in life. That's crazy. Literally. Now, Kenzie, where did you move here from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Hell yeah, St. Louis. What's St. up, Louis. bitch? What part yeah. of St. Louis are you from? I'm actually from North County. Um, I graduated from Flores, uh, Ferguson Florissant School District. Oh, so, yes, bitch. Yeah. Um, it. I Actually, the first drag queen I, kn- I knew in St. Louis was Maxi Glamour. Really? Um, She's been a staple in the city since I was 13, maybe. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, because Kenzie is like what, eighteen? Yeah. Just turned eighteen <laughs> She's like freshly <laughs> eighteen. What bitch? 
That's so fucking cool. Like, I mean, um, I love St. Louis. I'm a Kansas City kid. I grew up on the Kansas side, but I spent a lot of time in Missouri. And St. Louis was always a treat to be able to, like, pop over to. What brought you up to Chicago after St. Louis? Well, you, you're probably familiar with uh, how many museums and stuff St. Louis has. Mm-hmm. So, like, I grew up looking at, um, you know, the history museums, art museums. So I wanted to be a part of something bigger, something that activates the art scene around them publicly. So Chicago was the first option for me. Yeah, that was a great like, option for that. They like involve everyone in the community, um, all different de- demographics, which is something St. Louis didn't actually do. Yeah. But and I studied fashion at School of the Art Institute of Chicago downtown. Yes, SAIC. Yeah. People make jokes about it, but it really was a great education. (laughs) It is. I mean, you know, all institutions and, like, people included in it have their own fucking problems. Like, you know, we all can make jokes about it. But it is a great higher institution art uh, art institution that we have here. So, like, hell fucking yeah. Um, And you turn out great, beautiful, like amazing fucking looks and you always use a whole lot of organic materials which i think is super fucking cool um what is like what is kind of like kinsey's idea behind her like design yeah so uh, (laughs) y'all stop making fun of her (laughs) her fucking sisters she's seriously trying to talk and they literally laughing this is the hardest thing hearing myself and like watching it's not correlating but um so behind my fashion inspirations i actually grew up uh spending a lot of time in nature i was Mm -hmm. a a scout i used to go camping oh yeah boating fishing all of that okay So, (laughs) so when it comes to my fashion work i think of um lots of mytho mythological creatures lots of like nymphs and like um kind of fantastical creatures as my inspiration that would kind of uh create themselves in nature deep in the woods that we would find or uncover like i just want to pull like all these references from like i guess my my um my ethnic background i guess yeah because like you know throughout culture our relationship to the earth is um well what well, i guess i'm so high girl um <laughs> you good girl you like, good don't let nobody bully you no, you like, on the right track you killing it bitch yeah <laughs> like culturally we put a lot of appreciation uh, appreciation on earth and I just wanted to remember that in the things that I contemplate with my work. Yeah. And I feel like I see that so much, like in the leathers and the furs and like the quills and like just how you like piece everything together. Like I absolutely see that in everything that you do. And I've always been like so in love with your work because it's always been um so original you know what i mean like a lot of people a lot of people like get on trends and shit and like kinsey just be making like her absolute own fucking thing and every time you come in with it yeah like shit is expensive and i like i see that kind of stuff so like yeah keep it up boo yeah i appreciate it i do pay a lot of attention to detail so 
Um, it, I, I want to see more of that. Can we get like a Kinsey line? Uh, yes, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> it takes so many hours to put into one piece. It's hard to develop like a full collection of pieces that kind of have an ongoing theme. Yeah. But I try to make pieces that will integrate with the other pieces. See, what you much. need to start doing is just making shit and forcing your sisters to wear it. You got models right there. You ready to fucking go. So I, I love I love wearing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch, baby. I love wearing stuff. Fucking same, though. Wearing stuff is my passion. So I purposely started this conversation with Kinsey because she tends to be uh, sometimes the quieter of the Kool-Aids. And I wanted to make sure that I got my sister out here. I know, but her ass be sitting back in the cut. That's why I'd be like, Kinsey, come here. (laughs) Come here. Come fucking talk to me about it. But I'm like so glad to have you in this conversation today. But I'm going to ask you one more thing. And what is it like to be in the Maison Kool-Aid with these two ladies next to you? You know what? It is... It is really beyond me. I never knew that I would have such close girlfriends in my life. I was always kind of like on my own path. But now Mm -hmm. I feel like I have people next to me that, you know, we can work to the same goals together. We can help each other. And I've really never thought I would have such a close like family, like unit. Like I can depend on these women for anything. And they will try their damnedest to like help me get to the end point that I want to get to. That real fucking sisterhood. That's amazing. That's what I love to hear. We love to fucking see it. So, like, um, I guess we should talk to these other bitches that's in here, too. Who? Uh, <laughs> not Bambi ass. Not Bambi no, ass. We heard from her the, enough. It's the Kinsey Kool-Aid show. She's actually the host. I've just been standing in this whole time. <laughs> I want to hear from this other bitch in the green wig. Miss uh, Chloe, formerly Park. Now, Kool-Aid, what's up, baby mama? The park is closed. The park is closed, bitch. Mm -hmm. The door Mm -hmm. is closed. You may not come back in, baby. How's it going today, Chloe? It's going good. You know, can can you? Okay. You know what? You just had to bang that shit around while I was talking. God damn. Girl, here they Um, go. Here they um, fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) It took 17 minutes, but here they go. I am good. I am great. You know, it, it is Christmas coochie time. Ooh. And, you know, I'm just spreading the cheer, so, you know. You better be spreading it everywhere. We're trying to bring some money in. <laughs> and I, <laughs> you know what? Look, not if you knew the, not if you use the new special mask I invented. There are yeah. condoms connected to the mask. Yeah. You can work See? it out. Lucy got to figure it out. <laughs> no, I just oh. saw this fucking... <laughs> Bambi's ass, did you really? Like, what's that gonna protect you from? It protects the mask. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I can't I can't be having that get in the way. But anyway, um, Miss Chloe, what is it like sitting up in here with your sisters and just being a part of the Maison Kool-Aid? You know what? You you are you were you were the last one added to the house, yes. Yes, I was I was the one where Shay was closing the door and I was like, let me in. Come on now, open the damn door. Stop and, you know, she was like, I guess, girl, come in here. You always hungry. I can feed you. So, Ooh. you know, that was <laughs> very much my storyline. <laughs> you know, always hungry. We can feed you. <laughs> you know, I was very much like that one friend that always came over and it was like, do you have a home? It's like, yeah, I have a home. Y'all just got better food, you know, yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, I just I ended up there. So. 
<laughs> but no, having these two as my sisters is uh, really amazing. Like, Bam and I had already built a relationship, and then Kenzie and I were starting to naturally get closer. And then mm-hmm. once it was like, oh, you're all sisters, it just made our bond even stronger. Yeah. And I look up to both of these two so much. <laughs> and literally living with them has taught me to be a better person and a better drag queen every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You learn those kind of lessons, and especially with these two knuckleheads you with, I'm sure. Yeah, like watching Kenzie turn an outfit in like a day, I'm like, how do you do that shit? And then just watching the way Bam thinks and like comes up with performances, I'm like, great. And I'm just gonna go out there and like pop my pads, you know? I thought it was that easy, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, I should probably add a layer or two, you know? Let me let me add some acting, you know what I mean? Let me show diversity, you know what I mean? So. Girl, like no. talk. Speaking of popping pads, though, Miss Close, you know, Miss- diversity. You know, diversity, versatility, bitch. I was gonna let it you know fly, I mean? but I was like, damn. Oh my god. Oh That's my so god. I'm you mixed. Know, I can say that. You gotta. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> oh my favorite, my fucking favorite, man. I sure do miss. Um hearing Miss Chloe Coulee screaming at people on a fucking microphone, and I cannot wait to have that bitch back in the club. Um, I honestly think that you are one of Chicago's next great hosts, Miss Bitch. So, like, when we come back, what do you want to do with that? Oh, I'm telling you, like, you already know I did extra online. But, like, the vision I have for that in the club is next level. Like... (laughs) I feel like a lot of times we go to the club and it's a show. We stop, we stare, we look, we tip, and and that's fine. But what I love the most is feeling like you're going to another world, feeling Mm. like you're involved in the experience, you know? And so I really want to create something that's like, damn, when I go to Extra on this day at this club, like, it's a whole nother world. You know what I mean? There's dancers, there's queens to interact with, there's people to watch perform, (laughs) there's celebrities, there's, it's a a whole nother world. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how when we go to Queen, it's like an experience, you know what I mean? Just minus performances. So it's kind of like, I want to bring a little bit of that and just merge everything and make it feel like a party that you're involved in, you know? Yeah, I miss that fucking feeling. Like, back yeah. in the day, there used to be some turnups like that that were, like, mm-hmm. very immersive and, like, all about, like, transforming, like, the space you were in for, like, a few yeah. hours. Um, and I I really think if we brought a lot of that back to the club, it would really bring a lot of the, like, love and community and other shit we're looking to do, like, with nightlife, you know? I feel like there yeah. was such a, like, passion in it when people were, like, putting that much work and, like, thought and, like, love into building these kind of parties. And uh, a lot of people was, aren't doing that shit no more. It was them damn SAIC kids. So if you out there... <laughs> And you wanna, no, but for real. The and you want to be sickening in the club and make some installs, bitches, bitch, come ooh, hit me I, up. The installation. <laughs> I have seen some of them kids take cardboard and, like, literally turn Berlin into another fucking place. Like, and that is so fucking dope. Like, that's the kind of shit I want to see, too. So, um, I mean, hopefully one day we'll also be able to do that in our own fucking space. Because I think our black asses definitely need our own fucking club eventually. Period. Mm. Period. 
Mm, one day, one day, we'll get maybe, fucking towards it. Maybe somebody should invest in a club. I think that I think that's a few That'd people be cool. should maybe invest a couple in of people. a club, making sure that we still have control over it. Um, but yeah, y'all should y'all should be a little silent backer in this situation. Me? No, I was talking about you. Y'all got credit. Yeah, you the one who you balling. What you mean? <laughs> I was talking about you. Hell no. I I want to talk about neither one of us. I'm talking about rich benefactors who are listening to this conversation. That's what I'm talking about. That too. God damn it. So where y'all Ms. at, Miss Miss Chloe? I'm wondering, like, where is your like? What is your little spot in the Maison Coulee? Like, I feel like all the girls like have their like little thing and like little special thing they like bring to it. What do you think that is for you? You know, I often ask myself this question every morning. <laughs> um, you know, I. I have chalked it down after a, a few drinks and a, a few tweets. I feel like I'm the comic relief of the family. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like the other yeah. girls, you know, they, they bring that that fire, that quality, that passion, you know. And then yeah. there's me just, you know, giving a good key, key, key to the crowd. So I, I would say I'm the comic relief for the family. I love that. And, like, your ass is just so naturally fucking funny. And, like, <laughs> you bring so much joy just by fucking existing and talking shit like you are right now. Well, I definitely you. agree with that. I mean, if y'all three were Hocus Pocus, you would definitely be Sarah Jessica Parker. I Whoa! <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. Bambi, you already know who your ass is. Don't even You're right. Play. I put a spell on you. I put a spell Winifred, on you, period. Don't period. even play. Don't put even play. Put on the teeth with the red wig. With the red yep. wig, yeah. <laughs> Don't even play. Y'all already, y'all already know the roles, okay? I fucking <laughs> damn, <laughs> Pizza, you got it. Sarah was the only one I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. Actually, I want to see y'all recreate. Remember that for next year. I love that shit. We'll see. I yeah. would only say that I would switch with Kenzie because I would be the dumb bitch that rides the vacuum instead you of You know what? Yeah. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Well, I really wish y'all could see these wigs that these three are wearing right now, too. It is really adding to the complete Maison fucking fantasy right now. This, this is the deluxe package. This is You get a switch of wigs. Oh, so wait a minute. Speaking of the deluxe package, can we talk a little bit about this merch that y'all came out with? Yeah. Who fucking designed it? Where can we get it? Um, I tried to buy it at their house and the little bitches denied me. So now I refuse to buy it. <laughs> we don't sell out of our house. <laughs> you had it in your house. You no, we didn't. No, Girl. that's not how that works. Girl, I know. I wanted it, though. That's so rude. <laughs> anyway, they well, were, like, we... trying to take care of business. I'm like, let me just get them now. they like, no, girl. <laughs> um. So, yeah, tell me about that stuff. Well, we collaborated with artist Lioshki to yes. design the merch. Yeah, so we did signed prints as well as sublimated T-shirts with, like, special kind of fantastical designs for each of us. Um, I was the um, storm siren. Yes. I was I, the water witch. Yeah. And I was the floral fairy. Yeah. See, like, everyone brought their own little, like, maison, like, fantasy to those, like, teas. And they are so fucking pretty, y'all. Um, That's actually the same designer who did my tea with uh, Drag Queen merch, too. Yes. So that's why, like, the girls are popping and looking gorgeous. Also, 
Um, our shirts are really soft if you want them. They're really yes. great. <laughs> they are really soft. Where can we where can we actually find those shirts? You at? can get them at bestjudiesmerch.com or you can check yes. out our website at Maison Coulee if you can't remember bestjudiesmerch.com. Um yeah. Oh, and also me and Chloe have the uh the sister sister tea there too. Oh yes. Those are almost sold out, so please buy the rest of them. I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you hear the girls. Make sure we do that. So, oh my god, I think that it is time that we go ahead and bring the mother of the house, the mother of these dragons that are in here right up now. Oh to have God. this conversation with us. Wait, pause. Okay, yeah. so if we were the dragons, who's who though? <laughs> oh, yeah, they just yeah. three. Yeah, I didn't know they had personalities. Though. Yeah, they do. They do. They definitely do. Now, see, I, I don't watch. Guy. See, I don't watch the show, but I just know pop culture. So I think I'm Joe um, Guy. You jo- <laughs> I don't know what that means, but whoever y'all are listening, y'all should tell the girls which dragon they are. So now we are going ahead and bringing in the mother of the house, the mother of these beautiful dragons, um, a dear friend of mine, a queen's queen. She's like the queen that queens fucking look up to. Um, Chicago's fucking royalty. Give it up for the winner of All Stars, Shay Coulee. Yeah. Hey. What's up, y'all? How's everyone's wigs doing? Oh my God, y'all! Shay got on that good human right now. She's it's, sitting there looking cute. It's that good, good. It's that. Yeah. It's that human. It's that three sixty lace. It's that wet wig. Yep. Oh, it's like you know what it it's is. That it's that stiff like, wear. It's that stiff yep. wear. It's stiff giving wear. me. It's giving me very like um, yeah. drunken love, but like. Oh. You know, with your actual hair color. <laughs> See, I was like feeling. I was feeling um, Tiana Taylor oh, in yes. the um, uh, Faye the video? video in the Faye video. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very that. It's giving me very uh, mom's real hair before she puts like her wig on. Yeah, you know, mom's real mm-hmm. hair was real cute and short, and she kept it intact because she had her fucking wigs that she put on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, that's giving me all of that. So Shay, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Oh, hell yes, y'all. It is my absolute pleasure. I mean, we're all family, so it's just a good old kiki right now. Hell fucking yes. We go way fucking back. And we got all of the daughters here from the Maison Coulee to hang out with us, too. So um, I hope you're ready for this little kiki we're about to get into, because I know it's about to just basically devolve into us like chaos. Yep, screaming and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into it. So, like, first of all, just how has everything been since the big fucking win, homie? Like, it's been kind of weird because it was uh, it was during quarantine, right? Yeah, that was right. Year, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's like one thing that I've like learned. It, it definitely has been a lesson in managing expectations because it's definitely not what I expected out yeah. of like a All Stars win. But at the same time, I've like had the ability to do some like really amazing and cool things. I got to walk in the Savage Fenty show. Like, yeah, that was like I'm just oh like, oh my it, god, like Shit. y'all, I got to hug Rihanna. Like yeah! that, <laughs> oh, I had to. I was like, oh my god, we have to fucking get to that. I was like, god damn it, we have to get to that. Now I have to jump right into it though. What was that? What was that entire fucking experience like, Shay? That was, it, like, the best way to describe it is surreal. Because, first of all, 
when the email came in the inbox, like I had to like do a double take because I was just like, does that say what I think it says? Does that say Rihanna Savage Fenty Volume 2? And like, I even like turned to um, my partner and boyfriend, Dan, and I was just all like, is this shit legit? And like, we did the research. We're like, oh my God, this is like literally like for real, like a casting agent. So he was like, yeah, talk to Rihanna. She would love to have you be a part of this show. Like, let us know. They flew me out to LA, like did all this COVID testing. It was crazy. Um, And I filmed this like solo kind of like, makeup video thing that they like shot in the show. And cause that was like prior to the actual show show. Uh-huh. And then they flew me back a second time. And then like for that whole entire week they were shooting the show. So I was like out in LA. It was like crazy cause we're like quarantined. So I'm like chilling, you know, like in this like cute little like condo situation downtown, yeah. but it's just all like, things are always kind of changing with filming. So I'm literally just like waiting for them to like call me and let me know when they need me. So it's like, I would go in, I would do a fitting. We would try on on the clothes. I'm so, okay. First of all, there was this one outfit that I uh, tried on that I did not get to wear. I was so sad about it because during the fitting, they brought out, it was like all nude. It was like sparkly. It was stoned. It had these like um, copper latex gloves and thigh highs custom. And then they brought out chocolate diamonds. And I'm talking, they put these chocolate diamond bracelets all on me. I was like feeling, I haven't told anybody this. I was feeling the fantasy. I was like, oh bitch, I look so rich. Oh and God. they cut that look. I didn't wear that look. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. When I showed up to filming and it wasn't like hanging up in my uh, uh, dressing room, I was all like, <gasps> "Okay." I said, "Okay." Okay. I said, "So right. we gonna wear this little black number? This is cute. This is cute." Yeah. <laughs> You like go from like the fucking on loan diamonds. You're like, damn. Oh, oh. like oh. it was everything. Um, but you know, it was it was, but still, regardless, like the the shoot day that we did, like um, with myself and Gigi in that factory, yeah. that was just like so insane because a everything's like moving shots and you you got like. You, it's almost like you're also doing choreography with the cameraman because you can't be like in these shots. And I'm like having to try and like run in these like shoes that are like a size and a half too small <laughs> to like hit this mark, bitch. My feet were, I was like, look, I said, ma'am, I wish I could have worn my own shoes because like my Whoa. feet were killing me. That's I said, brutal. I said, I do not have these tiny little Model S feet that y'all like to think that I got. Y'all got me shoved in here <laughs> in this size 11 when mama's a 13. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, tell a bitch. You got to let a I big foot. You got to let like a big foot bitch uh, bring yes, her own I shoe. Yes, yeah, I'm a big foot bitch. You um, got to let us bring our own shoe, girls. You, y'all hear girl. that? Girl. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to call them yachts. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, there um, you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I literally just got like two takes to do that like runway, like run. And it was so insane. And I'm so happy that it like looked 
as cool as it did because like in my head I was like so I was freaking the fuck out. It was insane. Oh my God. And you looked so fucking flawless and perfect and composed and fucking ready, just like usual. Like not a <laughs> none of that. None of that was on your face. It was such Aquarius a team. Yeah, like such an <laughs> epic fucking moment for all the like black girls out there watching that. Like we were like stunned and fucking screaming at that. Gagged. Yes. truly fucking gags like what a special moment like girl can you think about us like nine ten years ago just like thinking about getting this shit started like i never could have imagined some of the things that like i've done but like let alone the shit that like you've accomplished in that time like holy fuck like i started drag just a little bit after shay so when shay was starting to come up in the scene i was like literally on her coattails and like from the very beginning, that was the person I was, like, watching. I was like, let me learn makeup from her. I talked about this on Big Dipper's podcast, too, Shay. The first time I ever got to, like, work with you was on the Summertime Realness music video. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a time. We were both <gasps> just such natural-bodied queens. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm my God. I never Amazon wigs of plenty. Yep. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my God. I just remember like watching you like doing your makeup in that room. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, where did you learn to do makeup? And you were like, you looked over at me and you were like, you know, I just picked up a lot of it from like YouTube. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right. Hell fucking yeah. But, um, <laughs> it was such a magical experience. And like having that be like one of the first things that like I did like on video is something that like sticks around in my mind. And was so dope for me at that time when I was starting out because I felt like I didn't really have a lot of people that were like riding with me or like even really like liked or were like supportive of my drag. And you were so fucking cool, like and so supportive and like so like, hell yeah, girl, join the fucking club. So like, first of all, I appreciate that. But just to, I just wanted to tell everyone, too, that like this bitch has been that from the fucking beginning, you know, like she's always been that queen. Um, but tell tell everyone, I guess, a little bit about your start in uh, drag in Chicago. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, my first first start was at um, Jeezy's Juke Joint. And um, I it was just great because I got to have the opportunity to perform for my first time in drag in like a black queer femme space. So it was um already so like encouraging and warm and welcoming and supportive as opposed to you know being in a club doing an amateur show for like white gays that are out there to judge you you know like it it, read me because (laughs) (laughs) and i mean we had to do it literally i started okay (laughs) i had to do it too but it was impactful because for my first time ever you know, I got this amazing standing ovation and that like clicked and like created this like sense of like sureness and confidence that allowed me to get out there and do the amateur shows, you know, to like run the circuit in Boys Town, you know, like it set me up to be like, I can do this, you know? Yeah. And so like, girl, you know, it, it was probably like a good like year and a half of just like, you know, getting out there, doing amateur shows, Miss Roscoe's, you know, doing tip spots, uh, Solanathon, yeah. you know, just like <laughs> anybody, 
anybody that would get in my Facebook Messenger and be like, hey, you want to come and perform for some people? I was like, yep, show sure enough. I remember I'm trying, uh, we were talking about it not too long ago, me and Tony Soto about, it, it was this uh, um, girls club up north on Clark near Devon. And I cannot remember this lesbian oh, club. Do you um, know what I'm talking about? It was the one that was like basically across the street from Jack Hammer. Like, yes. Yeah, like across from that gas station. Yes. I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it. But I know which one you're talking about. Oh, like, my God. There were parties there back in the yes. day. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, please, if y'all, any listener that remembers the name Shit. of it, please remind us. Because it is literally, I, neither Tony or I could remember it. We were like, damn, what was it? It must have been but, sickening. Yeah. It was. No, it, it was, was a good time. It was a good time because it was a little hole in the wall. But, you know, they would let me come and perform. Because I used to live at Clark and Olive. And I would walk there, you know, in my little yeah. flats to the gig. Get yeah. my little tips. <laughs> and then walk home. Yeah. Stop at the 24-hour McDonald's. Get my yes. McDouble for a dollar. Have them put some Big Mac sauce on it because they liked me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that back in the day, like, drag Girl, Yes, feeling. but it was that real, real hustle. And it's just all, like, all of it was just towards this dream of being able to have a platform to be able to, like, share my art and have people, um, A, like, take it seriously, B, respect it, and, like, you know, want to just like further my career. And it's so crazy to see, you know, where I'm at now because like, I just, yeah, I feel like famous. so much of me as like a human has not changed. Um, but yeah. I'm just like so grateful to have the opportunity to be able to like open myself up and like share what, what I'm so passionate about on such a large scale you know, for a little queer black boy from Plainfield, Illinois. Yeah, absolutely. And like, wow. it, you know, the world, we are truly are blessed to uh, be receiving the art from Shea Coulee and the Maison Coulee. Uh, it is, it's honestly a blessing. We're, we're so thankful for it in Chicago, but across the fucking world, like, period. Um, can we talk about too, I just want to go into some of the feelings of like what it was like when you found out that you won all stars, like when you were, cause like this was a party you got to receive like at the house. So like, what was that fucking moment? Like I was that moment <laughs> is like still such a blur. Cause like, it's like we're, you know, we're recording a reaction video yeah. And so I, in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, don't look ugly because I'm an ugly crier. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was literally just like, I literally just like, it's crazy because even though I felt so much pride, I like buried my face in my hands because I just like could not believe it. It just was like so affirming in so many ways because like I had such I had such a big dream and I had dedicated so much of myself to this for like the past 10 years and so to know that you can put like when you really put that work in there and you like don't give up and you believe in yourself even when you stumble and fall like you can still achieve your dreams you know yeah that so, was so what a blessing it was such a blessing 
what a moment to see too like for me that was like basically like our win in the super bowl like we were like tearing through the fucking streets and like turned the fuck up because like this was so fucking huge for us like finally (laughs) like chicago had that crown and it was with like its rightful fucking owner you know like that was such a magic yeah she's like right up there look at her Y'all can't see this shit, but we see a motherfucking all-star crown sitting up there. God damn. Sitting right in front of a poster that says, work hard and be nice to people. It sure fucking does. It (laughs) sure fucking does. And, like, she's practiced that from the beginning. I mean, ever since you was doing that show at Face, like, that show. (laughs) You remember that one? Face at Hydrate every Wednesday with myself, Kelly Lauren. Uh, Ruby Fox, then Mercedes Tyler, and yep. we would just cut up. That was, I mean, oh God, the I would the, thank goodness I was like in my twenties and worked um at a sex toy shop, so had later hours because <laughs> I would get so turned up at that show because oh, they're yes. like, you know, you're the host, so it's like open bar, girl. Damn. <laughs> okay, I remember I did. The fresh face competition there. Yes, yes. The last one, <laughs> the first and last. Yep, <laughs> and you won. Oh my yes, god! Oh my mm. god! I used to fucking love that show. I used to always, yeah, I would always get. Oh, DJ Laura B. Oh my god! Oh. oh, and I remember I used to do that drag roulette where she would just play random ass songs for me to lip sync to yep. for like five minutes to kill time while the girls would change. Oh. And that short ass basement, girl. Yep. Oh my god, you couldn't even stand up straight down there, like None literally. Of the queens, yeah. Bitch, duck walking your way to the stairs to get up to the stage. I would hate that Them shit. Them knees, yeah, bitch. <laughs> girl, bitches be like seven foot in drag in like a five foot basement, like that basement. Girl, is, uh-uh. oh my god, it is a practice in patience. God damn it! But yes, you know yeah. what? Our our has been working through those basements and them dark corners and shit for fucking years. You know? Yes, years. I, was about to say, we really I love be it. in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> right, we really be in the basement. We really be in everybody's basement, just getting We're into so the most underground in the basement, in wow. the most glamorous, fucking expensive drag in the motherfucking basement. Basement. You know what? That keeps us humble, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Hello. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's very. You gotta ascend to, like to the stage, ma'am. Yes. You know, you Hello. gotta ascend. Hello. There you go. You have Unless to you ascend. Get stuck to that. Walking through the cold in the Scarlet Garage to the back of the club. <laughs> 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 that is another favorite spot. But okay, so Shay, what was one of your like favorite performance spots back in the day? Besides the um, one we can't remember the name of. Right. Um <laughs> I you know what I really did genuinely love performing at Face. Um that was such a fun, fun show. And I also love doing Naughty Little Cabaret. Oh um, yeah. On at Mothers. That. Down yes. for all the for the bachelorette parties, girl. And literally all I had to do in that gig was go do single ladies, one hundred dollars, <laughs> grab my things, then head to Berlin and do the other show. Yeah. Like, you only had it to was perform once. Yes, girl. Yeah. Just one. Uh oh, oh. And then out the door. It was so and cute. They, they gave I, you the routine too? What what do you mean? Yeah. Like, they was just like, single ladies. Do single ladies. Yeah, because they were like, bachelorette party. They're like, can you do single ladies? I was like, can I do 
you know how it was. You know how the fuck it was. But I'm like, if you because look, right, when single ladies came out, I was doing that at college parties for yep. free. Yep, for <laughs> free, not, yep. A tip, not a damn dollar, just for I people to look at me. So yep. when someone offered me a hundred dollars, I said, "Bitch, let's do it." Absolutely, <laughs> get my ass down there and fucking shake onto that shit. You better fucking believe it. I just love energy. Just like, bitch, come here, do this. We'll give you a hundred dollars. That's energy. Envelope <laughs> in the hand. Yep. Girl, yes. I'm talking, I'm coming off stage, envelope in hand. Boom. Oh, right. naughty little Walking out the right club right. in my in, in winter in my little fur coat, my little, my little to-go bag, just being a working girl. You know, I was yeah. I'm a working girl. On the run. I got gig. Oh, she booked. God damn. <laughs> You know, um, Bambi, I think you had some actually good questions about, like, fashion that we should touch in with. Because, I mean, we have the mother of the house and the mother of, like, fashion when it comes to fucking drag. Like, there's really only a few bitches out there, and this is not a diss to anyone, that are really, really turning out high fashion-ass fucking looks. And, like, that put a lot of thought and intent behind shit like that. So, like, it, it would be a disservice to not talk to the queen of drag fashion over here real quick. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, just don't forget. I ain't trying to be shady. Everybody looks fucking good in their own way. But I'm like, I'm like, let's talk about some fucking fashion, darling. <laughs> like real fucking fashion. Shaykule. <laughs> What's up? What is it like being the drag innovator that you are? Yes. In the world of fashion, being the inspiration. The Rihanna inspiration. You inspired Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) Teach us how. Teach us how, please. (laughs) Where are the inspirations from? Who are your designers? What's going on? Don't tell us who your designers are. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, okay. Before you jump into that, before you jump into that, I recently heard, I recently heard that a certain girl was telling her designers that I will not promote you if I, I will I will pay you more if I don't have to tell people who are making it. And I've kind of fucking love that. Like I'm like, oh, that's great. Because a lot of people don't understand what it's like to be working with a designer. And then and they, they get ditch on you. They yeah, they get they get the kudos. Part. They get the kudos they deserve. Like they're amazing fucking designers. But then the next thing you know, this person you were working with, you can't work with them no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love that energy because it's like you know you gotta make your coin. It's yeah, like, mm-hmm. bitch, that's make their money. But don't forget who put you on, girl. Yep. <laughs> yeah. My money always good. Okay. <laughs> like, we stay green. Ass. Yep. I'm like, that'd be my ass. I'm like, this money is green, honey. Okay. That's not <laughs> fucking change. That is legal. Not right. <laughs> it's legal money. <laughs> mm. Legal money. Reported, honey. Okay. Yes. So wait a second, Bambi. I jumped over your question really quick. <laughs> what was the last thing? My high ass. <laughs> I was just saying, like, where do you get your inspiration to continue to, like, you know, be so fashion forward, you know? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you're ahead of the game, always, you know? Shea Coulee put a white line through her makeup, so I, too, would be putting a white line through my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really, I feel like, honestly, when it comes to fashion, it's got to really come from a pure place. And when I see something... And it like really sparks a reaction in me. I'm like, all right, let me save that. Like I have like 
folders and folders and folders of just like different types of like research and things that I've seen. And I just hold on to those ideas. And then sometimes there'll be a moment where I'm ready for it. And I'm like, aha, let me go back to that. And I just feel like when it comes to fashion, it's just really about expressing like, for me at least, like who am I right now? What do I want to say? Like, what do I want to express? Because that is, you know, drag in its purest form is like, you know, a very clear sense of self-expression. And I feel like what I'm wearing should always be a reflection of how I feel. So yeah. it really is based off of feeling and instinct. And, that, and I think that's what makes fashion interesting for anybody because you know instead of like trying to lean into a trend you're like really just like trusting yourself and i feel yeah. like that people respond to that really really well because they see something in that that's uh, authentic yeah absolutely and like it's about individuality and expression and just um i think that's why a lot of people sometimes might have a problem with it because they may not actually have the personality <laughs> to actually convey what they're trying to. I said it. I don't care. I'm not taking it back either. <laughs> some people may be struggling with that because a lot, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people still think that there's like some sort of like formula, you know, this is how I look cool. This is how my makeup looks cool. Mm -hmm. This is how everyone, you know, thinks I'm fashionable and this like that. And it's, really all about individual fucking self-expression like it really, yeah it really is i'm like, really too old to be trying to follow trends i can't hello keep oh my god nope. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck that. they're over my head yep right uh -huh. i was just honestly thinking about that because you know as someone who has only been doing drag for four like a meek four years like a little four year you know a little <laughs> um I feel like a lot of like what drag was before quarantine was like, okay, let me get this outfit and how many ways can I flip it to make this coin? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I feel like quarantine has really made me be like, okay, so what is the whole look? And like, let's yeah. just make all the pieces for this look. Mm -hmm. And if we can flip it later, then that's great. But if we can't, at least you got this look that looks good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Instead of trying to be like, oh, let me do this like 50 different ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that I'm in a black leotard and that's it. That fucking attention to detail <laughs> comes across. That attention to detail really fucking comes across. And it comes across in your personality and how you fucking wear it. Like, it's a part of what makes like each drag, like character or persona, like what they are. So like, Y'all, just trust yourselves more and do your own fucking shit and fucking try something different. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, you know who one of my favorite, like, fashion people is right now, too? And, like, this is not just singing her praises because she's my bitch, but, like, I love Dita Ritz's, like, fucking fashion. Like, it's so fucking yeah. Dita Ritz. It's, it's like, so, so Dita. Fucking, it's so Dita. It's, like, so hood. It's, like, just so, like, fucking... Dita's always fashion. been that like, big. Right. Yeah, it's so good. It's so fucking good. What you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> your, your first descriptor is, it's, it's so good. good. It, is. <laughs> yes. it is. And you know what? There ain't nothing fucking wrong and that's with that. real. Beauty. There's, no, there's, there's real fucking beauty <laughs> in the fucking hood. And I love hood girls. Like, I'm fucking from the hood. Like, I love that shit. Like, so that, like, speaks to, like, my blackness. Like, I, I yes. love that so much. I fucking live for her. Who, like, who else do, who else's fashion do you, like, dig and drag, Shay? And everyone. That's for everyone, but starting with Shay. Um, I would say, for me, 
um, Aquaria is like in a league of her own. Yes. True. True. That she True. just really, I always like, I'll open up Instagram and her images literally just like beat me up and take my lunch money. And I'm okay with it. They really do. I'm like, wow. Like, I feel like like she be making me feel like I need to pick up the brush right then and there. Like, bitch, get the painting. Like, Like, what are you doing? What are you doing today? Legitimately. She's that like pretty bitch that comes up to you in the locker room and just punches you right in the titty. Yeah. And you're like, You're like, I should be doing better. You're right. Right. Are we friends right. or not? I can't tell. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love her. Um, who else? Um You know, my favorite who? uh fashion icon is Roxy Andrews in jeans, specifically in jeans. <laughs> you, we love Roxy Andrews would, in a ready to wear moment. I love Roxy. Bitch, Roxy you in the jeans. Bambi in the, the jeans conversation. In those jeans. Bambi. Oh my god. Roxy like Andrews, if you're listening to this, please perform in those jeans. In your jeans. <laughs> Tell me is oh there any more? It's funny how yeah. I Roxy <laughs> Andrews for her to like drag queens in fucking jeans when I've been doing that at Frat Night for how long? Yeah. You don't do it right though. Oh, <laughs> you tried it. You it. I was tatting yeah, around the club with my little Ariana fragrance. She tried it. She, oh, she's so mad. You see, we're mad. We don't see that. California, that oh. Calabasas booty, girl. <laughs> the Calabasas booty. Not the Calabasas booty. God damn it. Um, Kenzie, well, next time she has jeans. Kenzie, who's like, Who's like one of your favorite like drag dolls that's uh, turning out the fashion right now? I really don't mean to sound biased, but uh, Shea Coulee's spread. <laughs> Hello. Uh, that Hello. she just released in Gay Times. Yes, Shay, that fucking Gay Times spread. Oh my god, that was so like, epic. Damn, Adam, right? Yes, good old Adam. We oh, love Adam. Yes. Wow, man. Were, were y'all on a location for those? Yes. We went to this place out in the Burbs. Some, I don't remember what, what the hell it was called, but I know it was a long ass <laughs> drive. <laughs> but Dan had found it because we were just all like, let's shoot something on location in an area that we feel like we can, you know, be able to like abide by like COVID guidelines, be spaced out, yada, yada, yada. And um, he found this place. We went there. It was um, crazy because at first in the area, they literally had circus music playing. And we were literally like, can we not? Because <laughs> we're going to be here for four hours and that, no. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, we just got to play around and have a good time. And I, I was like, I, it was also one of those things, you know, too, where I was like, damn, you know, I got to have the opportunity to be on two different covers in one quarter. You yeah. know, so I, I was just all like, come on, baby. I'm hoping Literal 2021 will, will bring even more blessings. 
Hell fucking yes. That was like so beautiful because we had the Out Magazine cover also. And then, yeah, the Gay Times that recently just happened. Um, Speaking of fashion. Yes, the cover girl. Speaking of fashion (laughs) in that shoot, um, can you tell me about a few of those designs and designers if there's anyone you're willing to share? I know there were a couple of pages. Um, I know one of my favorite ones was like that fucking cowgirl look, that like red. Yeah, that was hot. Um, that one was, the hat was by Neon Cowboys, um, black female owned business. So definitely check her out. She has so like beyond the hats, she has so many cute products. Um, the bodysuit was by my good babe, um, Derek over at Bang London. And then the vest was by Michael Brambilla. And then the shoes were classic pleaser girl. Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> y'all hear that? We the do love pleaser, a pleaser, bitch. We love we a we love a good little pleaser. Yeah, we had that. Um, that white outfit was actually um, oh, yes. I got help with some styling from her name is C. She uh, is out in LA, and we had just like DM'd each other, and it was like a mixture of this blouse and this like pilgrim hat. And then I layered that like with um, this white dress that Tiger Lily uh, made for me for the season nine premiere in New York. So I just brought that back out from the archives through that in there, you know? And that's one thing that I love about like styling and playing around is like going back. Cause I'm so sentimental when it comes to like drag and it's sometimes really hard to like let things go, but uh, I'm glad that I kept that little one in there cause it worked. Oh, that's so beautiful too to be bring able to bring a piece back from like that season nine premiere and like having yes big ass fucking photo spread for the model. Like, damn, <laughs> I love those moments. You know, uh, also I love those like BL BLM glasses. Where did those fucking come from? Did you make? Those? Oh, um, those are by uh, Laurel Dewitt. She does a lot of really cool metal work for like Cardi B and Beyonce, and damn. you know, um, I have really become i've become a believer in sliding into the dms Um, (laughs) it's it's beneficial it's a straight line right there to somebody and i still put my little professional fish on there i run the little message through my little grammar check and then copy and paste it in instagram but you know but those dms yeah and then they let you know what you get those read receipts too so yep i do love that shit fucking same i'm like i know they you could come back being like per my last dm yeah (laughs) (laughs) hell fucking yes like that's one of the good things that like social media does for us the way it's able to bring these like artists together in this way um because yeah i i i think that you are at the forefront of fucking fashion and being able to connect with these people who are making this shit right now is like so fucking dope um who are your who are some of your favorite like chicago designers um ada birthing yes Um, we love ada in this house we love ada uh her and i were actually just like texting um just like yesterday actually um love her uh i love um nico's world oh nico yes we love (laughs) miss nico the jewelry has been popping um love us some nico love us some um Sarah Albrecht makes some really beautiful, oh. lovely 
tailored little cute little moments. Y'all also have to remember that um, Shay herself um, did go to school for fashion design. So she does. Yes. She do design. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she do she... design. I, at, right. <laughs> yeah, actually, speaking of fashion design, uh, literally, and this is like in the very, very like beginning, beginning stages, but have a meeting with like a like major like company about possibly doing a collaboration and designing um, like my first like collection. So what? I'm like, Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I do model sometimes. <laughs> do you like to wear things? Do you I like, do like to, to wear things? things? I don't know if you've heard. But I do. I do purchase um, things to wear. So <laughs> that's amazing. Um, the streets are listening, and we are watching and fucking waiting with bated breath for that one because that will be sick. Uh, honey, I'll be wearing that in and out of drag. I'll be sleeping. In the I'll be wearing it fucking. Motherfucking everywhere. Yeah. And if it's boxes, and if it's fashion nova, I'm ready to go. And if it's fashion nova, make you check the references. You know them. They love to the steal shit. Oh, bitch. Yes. We love to steal shit though. Like honestly. Wait, do honestly, they for real? Girl, girl. They will literally, they have like picked up some stuff that like drag queens, like our friends have worn, and it is now on the site. Like they had somebody like fucking repurpose that shit. The girls get shady with fashion and then be like, "Oh, it was referencing or something like that." I'm like, "Oh, that's funny, shady." Because you 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 didn't reference her. (laughs) You (laughs) You didn't reference her in the comment, in the caption, in the description at all. At all. So that's kind of funny. That's that's really funny to me. It's always (laughs) really crazy to me when people are like upset uh, about like. Not about their stuff being referenced, but when the person is counter upset when someone says that you reference this and then shows them like proof of like the reference. Oh, yeah. Because I'm always like, okay, but like nothing's actually like original. So, like, we're all just referencing a reference from a reference that was referenced before and then we changed it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like admit to it, own up with it, fucking work past (laughs) it, fucking step into your truth, girls. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. And like, so much of our art form is like you know referencing something else or taking inspiration from like something like i just think it's so silly when people like try and like push against that or try and deny someone that like give them their fucking flowers say that yes you got right that fucking right them. Like, give them 10 percent. yeah bitch right. like, break them down like come on break it down spread the money around stop spread. being <laughs> right come on now come the fuck on now <laughs> So speaking about uh, not being stingy, I'm excited for when we come back because I feel like there's going to be so many opportunities in the Chicago scene for all the ladies on this call. But I want to know, Shay, when we come back to it, um, do you think that you're going to be doing any shows or anything fun like in town again when you can? Um, <clears throat> that's really funny that you should ask that. Oh. Uh, because I mean, you know, because you participated in um the filming of Lipstick City. Oh, um, man. I'm working on the Lipstick Ball, so oh. um, that's I... about to be. That's oh, about hell to be. Yes, the, the Lipstick Ball. Oh, yeah. hell yes, yeah. 
Um, can we talk? We're gonna take the story that? to a next level, y'all. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking wait, y'all. Um, I've been wearing I, my house wig on the computer, just writing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure by now everybody has probably seen Lipstick City, but if you have not, make sure you go and check that out immediately, and make sure you send some tips to Shea Coulee for it because that was just an epic fucking feat. Like that is so fucking cool. I still look back at that and I'm like, damn, that bitch did that. Like, <laughs> really fucking did that. That fucking process, like, was that a tough thing? I mean, because you kind of... It was so tough because I didn't know the first thing about directing, producing. I just knew that I wanted to do it. So I was just all like, let's do this. And just like, you know, dedicated myself. And then it was, you know, just about... And this is why Chicago is so dope. Because it's really like me turning around to friends and being like, okay, y'all. So I had this crazy idea. And everyone was like, yep, okay. We got you. We got you. And that's yeah. what I love about, you know, this city because you can do big feats here because people are like, yeah, we got you. It's the support. It is. It's just break down when everyone can fill in the blanks. Exactly. Exactly. And like our queer community, like we can do it all ourselves. Like, honestly, there's somebody in every little part of the clique that is able to make this fucking dream happen. So that's why we really need to be fucking fostering these relationships and making sure that like our community is trying to work as one as much as possible. Like I know we ain't ever going to get everybody on board because some people just are fucking assholes, but <laughs> for the most part, like it's families like this and moments like this that like are so beneficial and make me like so happy to see because I just, we, we need more of this. We need more of this like Maison Kool-Aid, like feeling like pumping through everything that we fucking do because Chicago's fucking great, but um, we still got a whole lot of shit. We got to dust off and change. And even though we got a little bit of trash out of here, we still need the dumpster to come through and uh, pick up the rest of it. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> yeah. Clean it out. Get it. Get it. It's been on the curb for a while. It's starting to stink. <laughs> right. I already blocked it. It's yeah. Go. Get it. Get it out of here. <laughs> But y'all, um, this has been such a fucking great episode to record. It was just great to like have a fucking kiki with like my favorite fucking people in this city. Uh, before y'all go, please let's uh, go by each person and get your socials and where we can find you. And if there's anything we can tune into, starting with uh, Kenzie. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Kenzie Coulee, as well as Twitter, Kenzie Coulee, as well as on Venmo and Cash at Kenzie Coulee. Um, yes. You can find me on the internet every day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, tune in because, you know, you'll find something someday at some point. So, <laughs> here you and Miss Miss Chloe Coulee, where can we? <laughs> I know. Miss Chloe I mean, Coulee, where can we find and support you at? How can you top that? Um <laughs> You can find me on the socials to the medias. You can find me at Chloe Coulee on Insta, on Twitter. And, you know, if if shit gets worse, she'll probably find me looting out of Target. So, Damn. thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and even though y'all already know all the information, Miss Shea Coulee, where can we find you? How can we support you? You can find me on Instagram, at Shea Coulee, Twitter, at Shea Coulee. Um, you can go to my uh, OnlyFans at Shea Coulee. Yes. 
Um, and uh, yeah, you can find me um, in Gay Times Magazine uh, yes. out on stands. Yes. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned. Oh, and you can find me on um, MP Presents a Drag Queen Christmas. Um, it features so many really talented entertainers. It's hosted by Nina West and Trinity the Tuck. It's got myself, Jada Essence Hall, who we love. Yes, Um, Landon Sider, uh, Jackie Cox, Brooklyn Heights, um, as well as Lady Bunny. And I think that's, (laughs) oh, and Sasha Velour. So we got like an amazing, amazing, amazing cast of people. And it was so much fun to put together. Damn, Those that's are a stacked cast. That's also, two of my favorite looks you've ever done. Oh my god, that creeps <laughs> me! It, it just like it sparks my furry culture. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. It, was, it was so good. I was like, I'm saving every photo of this right now. God damn! I saw your story post. You were like my weed, waiting for me to yeah. wake up in the morning. I died. I died. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, that like waiting in VIP is the Grinch moment. That is so fucking good. Like, (laughs) but I have to say that photo did bring a very good question. And that's why do they call green rooms green rooms if they're not green? I believe they used to be green originally. I believe green rooms were originally green. Is green um, calming? Is that why? I don't know. I think it was just something in London that they did back in the day. Don't quote yeah. me, but I believe they were originally green. And so, like, and this was just, like, a few of them, but then they just, because it was the room in which people would, like, wait before on stage, so then they just referred to that term, like, of waiting or, like, addressing, like, a holding area as the green room, because then people would be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. You know, like, the green room. <laughs> okay, it's becoming a high conversation. <laughs> Wait a minute. Real quick. It is becoming a high <laughs> The green in golf. Uh, okay, so I looked it I looked it up really quick and it says the green like grass. Cuz it's grass. Oh, these bitches are high. These bitches are high. These bitches are high. <laughs> it says, okay, so I looked it up. It says the, the definitive origin of the term is lost to history, which has led to many theories and claims. So there literally isn't a for sure reason why it's called the green room. But one of the oldest stories is that London's Blackfriars Theater included a room behind the scenes, which happened to be painted green where the actors waited to go on stage. So, Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of probably where it originated from, some shit like that. But there's a whatever you can make up some shit. It's the green room because that's where we smoke weed, bitch. Yeah, that's what. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking tell him that guy. Yeah, Come girl. On. No, I love telling him that. I'm like, excuse me, I have to go to my private room. <laughs> go to my private smoke room. So thank you again so much, y'all. We love you so much. Thank you for being here on the Black Tea. Y'all Thank are y'all. Chicago fucking icons and legends. It is a fucking honor to be sitting here with y'all today. Thank you for everything that you do for our fucking culture, for fucking black people, for black queer people. I, I fucking love you. That's it. Well, same to you, yes. bro. We love you and we love everything. We love you too. Love you, Lucy. Sister. I love you all. Yes. <laughs> all right y'all so we're gonna let them go and then me and bambi are gonna have our little we're gonna have our little conclusion we're gonna sit here 
It's like the it's like the ending of Cheaters, where like you know Joey Greco is like sitting like talking about what the fuck like happened. And oh my gosh! Me and Bambi like close up the scene. So Bambi, how was it having your family along for the ride today? Oh my god, that was so cute. I love them. I I learned so many new things that I already knew. That was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you better have known all that shit. God damn. Um, <laughs> I wish y'all could see the side ponytail wig that Bambi's wearing right now. It's so cute. It's She's giving so cute. you it's giving you very much like girl at the mall. I need some gum. Uh yeah. I'm, I'm giving very mall rat. I'm giving very um he was a skater boy, but like in the eighties. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> It's very Stacy's mom. She's like the daughter. And I'm Lucy doesn't you. need a wig because no, She's no wig. Oh, no wig stool over here. God no damn. wig needed. No wig needed. That's Bambi, what it what, is. Bambi, what you smoking on today? What's going on? Child, good question. Um, I'm smoking out of my new bumblebee pipe. Oh, yay. So cute. I'm smoking out of Old Faithful. Um, I forgot what this strain is, but it, it of course, comes from Dispensary 33. And just to remind all of you lovely people that if you want to help keep us fucking high and giggly and fucking laughing and talking shit with all these wonderful people, we do now have a weed fund. Yes, that's right. Some people drink champagne, but bitch, we motherfucking smoke weed. Boots. Bambi, so how can they uh, support our weed fund? Y'all can support our weed fund by sending money to our cash app at The Black Tea. That is T-H-E-B-L-A-Q-U-E-T-E-A, The Black Tea Cash App. Uh, we do accept all kinds of donations, big, small, yes. uh, ginormous. I do love K's. I love yes. H's. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> yes, that's what I fucking love to hear. Cash at me. Spend a couple hundred on my titties and my and my ass, ass cheeks. cheeks. That's my fucking jam. <laughs> ah! Yes, yes. Y'all bet y'all wish y'all could see this fucking camera. We turned it up back here. Oh God my damn God. it! Here, I'm about to take this hit though. Excuse me. Okay, hold on. Let me. Oh, we just took that good hit, y'all. Mmm, mm, that was so floral and delicious. That was Cherry Gorilla from Dispensary Thirty Three. Y'all hear that? Nose. Dispensary motherfucking Thirty Three. God damn this shit. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so mad at myself. Why didn't I put this fucking wig on to join y'all? You had a I'm wig so the whole time. The whole fucking time. The lie, the detector po- the, <laughs> the lie detector determined that it was all a lie. It, it was, was all it, a it lie. It was all a lie. It was all a lie. Everybody, you guys. She lied. <laughs> she lied. You know what this fucking wig reminds me of? You remember what? that performance where Nicki Minaj was like eating that uh, chicken yes! wing? Yes! <laughs> oh my God. When fucking Safari comes out and does the yeah! robot. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Check it out. Ooh. Check it out. Oh, bitch, now I have to recreate that. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. No, you need Safari. You need Safari. Bambi, you're going to have to come in and be Safari. You want me to be Safari? I will yep. clown for you. You know I will. <laughs> now we have to fucking do that. Well, y'all, our high asses can sit up here. And fucking talk shit and smoke weed fucking forever, but we oh, better get off dang. these damn phones and get back to, uh, I don't know, looking at TV or some shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Lucille Stool. And I'm Bambi Banks Kool-Aid. And, and this is the Black Tea, y'all. We'll see keep y'all zippers. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Hey, y'all. The Black Tea is a volunteer podcast. If you would like to donate to our production staff and our fucking gorgeous hosts, our cash app is dollar sign the Black Tea. That's dollar sign T-H-E-B-L-A-Q-U-E-T-E-A. If you include your Instagram handle with your donation description, you will receive a shout out with our weekly donors. Thank you so much, Sippers. Stay Black. Stay Black.